welcome to Think Like a Producer podcast. I'm your co-host, Christine Baird. And I'm your co-host, Tip Tyler. Being in the podcast industry, being in the content creation industry, this is what we've learned and this is how you can get out of your own way and get started. You name it, we've probably done it. This podcast is about bringing all the wisdom to you. Tune in weekly to learn how to think like a producer. My camera stopped shaking. Keep touching my desk. Welcome to this episode of Think Like a Producer. Today we're going to have some fun, I think, and talk about what I don't hear people talk about a lot, which is knowing your role. Are you better suited as a producer or are you better suited as a host? What we've noticed, especially working with a lot of entrepreneurs and small businesses, a lot of people think they have to be both the, the head producer of the production and the host. But we think that's a myth and we love to bust it right now. So um, I'm just going to start off with something I love to quote and I've quoted before on the podcast. It's not an exact quote, but it's from a book called The E-Myth. And it just basically talks about, you know, just that myth of being an entrepreneur, thinking you have to do it all the day to day, every day. But an entrepreneur is really someone who's a visionary, someone who's thinking about the big picture of the business and they need to hire people to do the day to day so they can keep thinking about the big vision. It's kind of how I think of producing and hosting. There's the day-to-day work that it comes to recording and doing the interviews and there's a person that has to keep the big picture and how we're going to grow and do something a little bit different uh, with the business and the podcasting and even maybe if you consider yourself a full media company where are we going next what did the next five years look like and that's just a lot to put on one person to have to be able to do the day-to-day and the big picture so um We're going to talk about it, the difference between producing and hosting. And as we list out a couple skill sets here, we're also just going to wrap it up with giving you some tips on if you're looking to hire someone who's not your strength. If you're like, I'm a producer, how do I find my host? We'll kind of give you some tips at the end of this, too. So starting off with the producer role, what gives you like that? I'm a producer. I have these strengths. For us, we're thinking big picture, knowing where the story needs to go, whether that's the entire podcast season right now or that's just this particular episode. What are we where are we going with this? Who uh, is this really hitting the audience that we're trying to hit? Is this hitting a new audience that we need to hit? And also the smaller details as well, like managing a team and kind of coming up with we talked about in the last episode scripting right or ads or the different things that go into the production as a whole a producer really kind of needs to think on the big picture side even when they're a little bit into the day-to-day small details too um but they really are the top kind of head overall of the production i've mentioned it multiple times there's the pre-production production and post-production the scripting the shooting and the editing really from top to bottom they need to know what they're doing and they have to have good people skills too i think i've worked with some interesting people on set who uh you know won't really remember your name even if you've worked with them for three four days and you kind of just are the person they kind of point and tell to go do things and i've met people who made sure that they know who i am and ask me questions about my life and what i do and what i want to do and i can feel the caring and everything in there and so when i got to be up at 2 a.m to go grab something real quick for them it's like it feels a little less like a hassle because i know this person cares and it's not just i'm another cog in the machine And I think any producer I've worked with and what I strive to be as a producer is someone who puts the human being first before the show. Um, 
we get a lot of questions about hiring people, whether it's free or whether it's paid. And to me, it's like, that's always a very hard question. But overall, do you like the person? Do you enjoy working with them? Um, is it somebody that at 3am when there's an emergency with the show and you need to call them up because we need to get something done? Are you going to enjoy having that conversation with them? Or is it going to be a bit of a struggle? I think putting the person before the machine, always, always a good idea. So like I said, this is sort of the way producers need to think, right? And you would think, well, you know, do hosts have to think about that too? In my opinion, hosts just need to host the show, <laughs> like focus on the smaller bit. You might think like, you know, well, shouldn't hosts sort of think about this too? Well, like I said, a lot of people are doing a bit of a combination. They're the entrepreneur head of the business and they're the host of the show. They're the face of the company. And that's a lot to put on their shoulders. So you might be thinking like, well, wouldn't a host sort of need to be a people person too and get to know people? And yes, but a host has a different way to play that role. So if you notice interviews that you love on podcasts, right? Typically a host is so engaged with the person that they're interviewing that even if they have a whole list of questions, they're listening so well that they're able to really be in the moment and bring things out of people that you probably have never heard before. The hard part about podcasting is at least what it seems to be right now is like everyone's like everybody has a podcast, you know, so there might be someone who might be one of your favorite entrepreneurs, but they've been interviewed 10 times. But what makes the difference between the podcast that you choose to listen to it's the host it's what they're bringing out of them knowing that they're going to get a story and something that no other host can get out of them personally I like watching some of the entrepreneurs that I've worked with like it's always it's an Oscar moment for me whenever there's like a billionaire who's like crying on camera I'm like how in the world did he crack this person open in 20 minutes and get them to be so open and emotionally vulnerable you know and it's not about the crying it's just more about like you know it's like social media. I think everyone always has to put on a shield or a face or whatever, but a good host can really bring out the human in any conversation. A good host also has to be energetic, good at conveying their voice, good at conveying the message and the particular story. We mentioned in the last episode about ads and scripting and different things like there's a difference between how you're carrying an ad and how you're carrying an interview and, um, you know, how you might be carrying something that's a bit more narrative and a storytelling. So having someone who can put on these different personalities and voices and being able to really understand the assignment of whatever is right in front of them, that's really important for a host to have. Another good thing that some people might overlook when it comes to hosting, you have to be able to take direction well. Like to me, a producer is given the direction and a host is taking a taking the direction. And I think that could be one of the biggest struggles when it comes to entrepreneurs because you're used to being the boss and calling the shots. But, you know, sometimes giving away some of that power and letting yourself really master the hosting side and getting to know people and letting a producer come in and take over those big picture things you know, you may not be the boss every day. You might be able to let somebody else kind of take the reins and you can sit back and do your job really well. Um, so these are just a couple of differences between a producer and a host. And like I said, we just encourage people, um, and we'll talk about this a little bit later towards the end, you know, as we talk about our group coaching, we encourage people to have teams and to grow teams and to really think outside the box of you having to do it all. Christine, though, I kind of, I laid out a couple of bullet points here for producers and hosts. Um, what would you say for anyone listening right now who's like, oh, I love the producer side. How do I find the host? Or, you know, I'm going to be the host, hands off. How do I find my producer to take all these things off of my plate? What would you say to them? Mm, such a great question. This is really like one of my passions is helping creators 
bring their media productions in-house by literally using the talents of their existing team or the people that they know. And so the things I would say is if you're listening to Tiff and you're like, whoa, I am definitely a better producer than a host. Like now that someone's explained it to me, I need to find a host for my show, for my brand. But that's kind of weird because I've always sort of been the face of my brand. I want you to get creative and really think bigger because branded podcasts are one of like the hottest emerging types of podcasts and branded podcasts are typically associated with like much bigger companies, Trader Joe's, you know, like think about like all the companies that have podcasts coming out and it's not like the CEO of Trader Joe's hosts that podcast. It's like, I think the chief marketing officer and the chief buyer they're awesome at it. They have the personality, like everything Tiff just talked about, those two people have, and they were someone else within the company. The CEO wasn't like, it's the Trader Joe's podcast, so it's me. But obviously, most of our community, if you're listening, you're probably not the CEO of Trader Joe's. So let's talk about looking around at your team, even if it's a small team, and saying like, who on my team already has some of these skills that Tiff just talked about? And if you're coming up with zero people, Who do you know, who is in your friendship circle, your peer group, your network, who you really respect and value their perspective and opinion on the topic of your industry? And they may not have any kind of brand or company, but they might be an amazing person to bring in as a host of your show. This is actually becoming more common. So the idea that you bring in the right host to then be the voice for your company It doesn't mean that they have to be an employee of your company, but that's where some of the coolest collaborations and partnerships are starting to happen. And that way your your podcast would actually become a branded podcast. So you hire a host and it's probably someone already in your network that like, so just start thinking about that. First, I would look at your team. Maybe it's your head of marketing. Maybe it's your head of community. Like if you've got an amazing thriving community and you have an awesome head of community, like that person might be awesome to actually, you know, host your show. And then, you know, it might very well be like a friend or a peer of yours. Maybe you decide to bring in a co-host who's really good at hosting and you're just kind of the quiet co-host because you're the face of the company, but really you're letting them do the talking like that could be a great fit. Obviously, Tiff and I co-host this podcast. It's technically a Worthful Media production, which is my company, but it's so obvious that like Tiff and I are a way better team to co-host this than I would be by myself for so many obvious reasons, including our amazing expertise at video. So even this podcast is an example of something where Worthful Media, my company, could have been like, Christine has to do it. And I'm like, "Eh, no, I really don't. Like, let me bring in a co-host. Like, that's not actually how the show started, but let's pretend like that's (laughs) how it started. Okay, so now let's reverse it around. Let's say you're listening to this episode and you're like, I am so good at being a host. I've got these skills. How do I find a good producer? Because I realize I've been producing my own show and I have no business doing that. Again, look to your team first. Think about who already has some of these core skills on your team. Maybe it's your head of operations. Maybe it's your head of marketing. Maybe it's your personal assistant. Like these skills can be hiding in a lot of interesting places. So look to your team first. Producing can actually become like an awesome skill set for someone on your team to take on. And and it can even take them on a really cool new trajectory. Um, Now, again, if you have a really small team, maybe you're just still building up your team 
and you're like, I don't know, everyone's maxed out right now. And I don't think like necessarily anyone's ready for this. That's where a lot of people go out and hire a producer, either someone who has the experience from working on another show, or this is oftentimes why people hire an agency. And I'm not saying that because I own an agency. I'm saying that because I started as an in-house producer I learned the skills on the job. And then when I left, I handed off that show to an agency. Like there was a process. I mean, Tiff also became the producer of that show. But like we kind of started looking at other options. Like how do we bring in support from here, here and here? I'm not saying your first stop should be an agency. But if you're not ready to hire someone to come in and be your in-house producer, which in my humble opinion is the best option for almost everyone eventually, then I want you to like take advantage of the resources out there. Like Worthful Media is a boutique production agency. There's many other production agencies. There's a lot of freelance producers. So just start asking around your network and be like, hey, does anyone know of a freelance podcast producer who has availability in my network? And if not, you are welcome to explore agencies. Now, We wanted to open your minds to this concept, not because we hear a lot of people talking about it, but because we don't hear a lot of people talking about it. So this is like a key, key piece of running a successful production for the long haul is getting people in the right roles. And this is truly what we spend a lot of time coaching on in our group coaching program. If this is resonating with you and you're like, wow, I need specific coaching on this. I need to bring someone on my team into the role of host or producer and they need training for sure. Check out our group coaching program. The link is in the show notes on the listening app or the YouTube video you're watching. Uh, This is totally what we geek out on in our group coaching program. So know that there are resources available and we would love to give them to you if you are realizing it's time to get some new training on our team. So that's it for today. We are so excited to be bringing you this season. We'll be back next week with a new episode. And until then, I hope you have an awesome week thinking like a producer. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Think Like a Producer. This has been a Worthful Media production. Massive thanks to our team who makes the show possible, Worthful Media for audio editing, Jorge and Veronica from Mosaico Productions for video effects, and Amela Subicic for our amazing artwork and graphics.